Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Now this is the perfect song for me to make my debut at bringing it in. It is 5 o'clock somewhere, Albuquerque. Woo-wee! We are almost there. 45 minutes left on the program. Fourth of July right around the corner. And I cannot wait. You got any uh, big plans there, Isaiah, for the fourth? They were going to do some barbecuing at the house. I got some fireworks at the house. We're going to light up. Nice. Should nice. be fun. You get the good illegal ones from uh, Moriarty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's the only kind of fireworks that you can use, man. You know, pulling out the neighborhood, there's a big sign that says, uh, fire hazard, no fireworks in Sandia Heights. And I thought, ah. Just put a piece of tape over it, you know, yeah. like some duct tape, you know. Who's going to, who cares, you know. It's, it's, it's Albuquerque, man. It's either, you know, people are shooting guns or they're lighting off illegal fireworks. <laughs> no matter what, something illegal is going down. Especially on July 4th. Uh-huh. That's my favorite game to play. Is it a drive-by or is that fireworks in the neighborhood? <laughs> you know, uh, to throw it back to the beginning, out in Chicago, July 4th is the worst day to be outside. Yeah. Like, get inside. Well, isn't there's isn't uh, fireworks illegal in Illinois? Certain types, but, you know, they don't really care about that in the city. Yeah, true. The videos of them having uh, bottle rocket wars in Chicago are crazy oh yeah they're like in like the projects the section eight housing and they're shooting it from like the yeah. windows he's holding drive-bys yeah everything man <laughs> i love those videos burnt do, the house down they're doing on wheelies on bicycles too which uh-huh. is like wild atv like, and... just riding a wheelie yeah I'm like it's wild you know what i did last year which was a lot of fun i went into the top of the sandias i just lost myself watched the whole city shoot off fireworks like all night long that's a that's a pretty good view. It was yeah. super sweet. I mean, that's the cheap way to enjoy the fireworks is just getting on top of the roof or going up to the mountain and watching everything. Yeah, it was it was it was wild, good. Yeah, it was like wild good. I'm uh, I'm excited. The fourth is my favorite holiday. I'm hosting the hot dog eating contest at Hollow Spirits tomorrow. Come over at noon. I mean, come a little early. It starts at noon. Get registered. Zero dollars to participate. Eat a bunch of hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Hear me tell jokes about you. Yeah, I mean, free hot dogs. Isaiah, what are you doing? You being a coward tomorrow? You nah, to... I was going to ask. Just go ahead and get some gluten-free bread, some gluten-free buns, and I'll be right on the board. Other than that, I can't eat them. What is his problem? I know. It's, it's tragic. It's like soft. He's like super soft. What, because he has a, a disease? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> medically speaking, he can't hang. That's why. I uh, I did have a conversation, though, the other day with somebody who's gluten intolerant, just being like, Man, we've been eating bread for, like, thousands of years, and now all of a sudden everyone just can't eat it no more? What happened? Tell me about it. It's happened to me at 18. Like, what ha- we used to be a proper country. <laughs> I swear, there you go again. <laughs> this whole bit you're doing is too much. I'm going to, yeah, oh, you have no idea how far I'm going to take I was this. Out with, I was out with you the other night at uh, that Santa Fe brewery. Yeah. And I was there with a friend, and we were drinking com- kombucha is yeah, that kombucha, what it was yeah because yeah she has a gluten intolerance and oh. i'm like i'm like this is we have a gluten-free option I'm like this is ruining my night we have, <laughs> we have ciders and seltzers well, yeah that's what we ended up converting to yeah and that's where we started and i said this is this is not what freddie wants like freddie wants a i want a beers <laughs> you could have you could have gotten one and she could have gotten kombucha Happens well, that's, all the what, time. that's what we ended up doing yeah. Yeah. okay yeah <laughs> 
Just stop it. Of course. I always got to look out for you, too, when you show up. You're a good friend to me. I try. You know. The Atlanta Hawks have done nothing in free agency. Show me your surprised face. They uh, got rid of uh, John Collins. That's That was something. Well, I guess he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone, gone. They uh, traded him. I don't remember where, though. That's not free agency, though. It's like a trade. It counts. Detroit Pistons have done nothing. Literally nothing. No, they signed uh, one person. Nope, take your time. They lost Corey Joseph. He went to the Warriors, but that's not even really a thing that you would even ever talk about. Corey Joseph was awesome for me in NBA 2K, man. See, that's what I'm... Stop. You're only doing video game stuff. Like, none of that stuff matters. Yeah, he's not a very good... He's not my favorite. No. The Sixers signing Patrick Beverly does not matter. You know, it was the greatest signing, though, out of all of them, was uh, Dylan Brooks to Houston. I was going to say that earlier. Yeah, he is not going to the Guangdong Tigers. They're the one team. They're the one team that is like, we're going to use this period of time in our lives to make a better team. Well, essentially, they just signed Fred Van Vliet to be, like, the old veteran, I guess, even though he's only, like, 28. He ain't old. Yeah, he's not old at all. Dylan Brooks ain't old. uh, Dylan Brooks is young. He's, like, 24. That's what I'm saying. They got young dudes. But, I mean, comparatively to the rest of the roster, they're old. Who's Jock Landale? I don't know who that is. Is he good? No. Who do you sign with? Houston. I have no idea, then. Must not be the best. Yeah. Well, I'm Can't. just saying, they're putting talent on their team. They're the one team that's like, we got this. With the Dylan Brooks signing? The Dylan Brooks signing is big. <laughs> $80 million for Dylan Brooks? That's a steal. He's not that good. We're going to talk about bricks. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's going to be Brick Nation over there with Fred oh Van Vliet gosh. and uh, Dylan Brooks. Might be worse than Kuzma and uh, Poole. Yeah, Kuzma low-key got it, man. He's I, I've always been Team Kuzma. Yeah. His uh what his his rookie deal where he got all that hype when uh mm-hmm. uh-huh. LeBron and talked then, him up. Yeah, and then LeBron also traded him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm excited the most about though is uh my boy, Dante DiVincenzo. Never heard of him. The Nova the Nova Knicks are back. I saw I saw the uh, little picture. It's nice. Yeah, you know the, we got a uh, three guards that are uh, going to be uh, something really special for us. You're so dumb. You know, fun fact: Jalen Brunson torched my team in high school state championship. I love that. He's at Stevenson, and we went against Brunson, and we knew going into the game we had our hands full. I didn't play, but he dropped thirty on us. That's big in a high school game. No yeah. one has ever got paid more money than they deserve than Jalen Brunson. I initially was upset with how much money we gave him, and now that's He's such a steel contract. He's been balling. That's a value contract right there. I like how you're on this. Give me his name, Dante. What? Dante DiVincenzo, which I've never heard of. <laughs> and two minutes ago, you were like, "I'm really, I'm really upset that Derrick Rose left." Like it's no, I'm happy that he's going to Memphis because now he can be with Jaw, and he played in Memphis when he in college. Well, yes, in college. <laughs> Yeah, he, he might mentor Ja a little bit. Yeah, that's literally all he's going to be like, there honestly, for. Like, he's just going to be like, hey, man, you got to put the guns down. And also stop jumping so high. Yeah, I, every, <laughs> Ja Morant is going to have a terrible knee injury if he doesn't stop doing it. He that. will never play in the NBA again. You want to bet money on that? Put it in right now. You're telling me this guy that continually makes mistakes yeah, is not going to make another mistake? I bet you he plays another minute in There's the NBA. 0% chance. He, uh, he's terrible. I'll bet you $200. I know you go with this betting angle with your friends all the time. It's not the strongest radio in the world, but I'm going to tell you this. 
All he does is screw up. He's a screw up. But he's a good player. It, none of it matters. Look at Antonio Brown. He was a screw up too. But he, he still got assigned to a team when he was going through all that controversy before everything that happened recently. His everything that happened is just what happened to Ja. Ja just went through everything that happened. I think AB is a little worse. Yeah, everything he did with the with the uh, the Raiders and the Patriots, he still was able to get on the Bucks. No, the Bucks is the second Instagram video with the gun. Like, that is Ja Morant. A.B. is what A.B. was at the end, and Ja Morant is what Ja Morant was at the end, and we're at the end of Ja Morant. Like, ja, here's what's going to happen. And when does the NBA start again? October, like uh, last week. Of yeah, like right before Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to make it. That's too many months. Well, because what? He has a 25-game suspension? Yeah, and then it starts. Yeah. It don't even start today. It starts... It starts the on Halloween. The season. Yeah. And then he's got 25 days, which is probably realistically like anywhere from like until they play December. twice a week. Yeah. 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 And then, and then he's got, he's got the rest of the season. No. Yeah. He's going to play. Do me a favor. Let's look up real quick. I don't know. I'm going to pull it up right now. Does he currently have social media? John Morant? Yeah. Cause if he does That's a good question, if he does, I'm telling you, he's not going to make it. If he currently has a, yep, bad news. He currently has an Instagram. Mm -hmm. Not going to make it. Because he's addicted. Like like mentally, he doesn't need a Derrick Rose. He needs a doctor. Uh, I mean, he went to gun rehab for three days. What is gun rehab? (laughs) They literally sent him to a rehab for his gun addiction. What is gun rehab? Well, I don't like that's essentially what he did. He just went to like a little thing for a couple days Mm -hmm. just to talk about his gun problem. And then he checked himself out. He's like, I'm good. And then did his IG live thing like a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. His PR team told him that he had been in there long enough. And shout out that one dude in that video on that live stream who like (laughs) tried to hide it. (laughs) You hear what they said recently? Uh Uh-uh. He said that um, the tool that... Is that what you're about to say? It was a kid's toy gun or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a toy gun. But I also heard in a more recent one that he tried saying that it was a lighter. Oh, my God. It was a lighter that looked like a gun. This is yeah, a true they should story. Just, they should just start giving John Morant, like, a bunch of Nerf guns, you know? Like, that's like the methadone for gun addiction is Nerf guns. And, would, then, and then you lean yourself off of that. My favorite gun is the massage gun. Like, I have one. It's good on the neck. Very. Like, is it, like, one of those, like, with the ball at the end of it? Mm-hmm. It's got, like, changeable tips. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like, wow. <laughs> that's, you know what I'm talking about? That sounded exactly like a real gun. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly talking about? <laughs> you ever, like, slept on a pillow wrong? And you're like, oh, no, I'll never be able to look over my shoulder again. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I should get one of those. You don't have one? <laughs> no. Oh, my. First of all, yes, they're tremendous. And if you have a friend who is willing to do it to you, they're even better. Mm-hmm. Who uh, who's your massage gun guy? Isaiah. Okay. <laughs> Do you pay him for that or no? He just knows the spots because he's also an enthusiast. So it's like there's a lot of nonverbal. It's really important. Yeah. Okay. It's good to have a trusting partner. Uh, what's what's that noise, Isaiah? You don't trust me? No, I trust you. Just uh, that's more of a comfort thing, not a trust thing. I mean, I trust how comfort comfortable. Trust. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> comfort. I think it can go one way. I don't know about the other. I'm just saying, you, you feel sick, I'll hold your hair back. I mean, it's that type of thing. I just I don't understand what. 
Why there even be an issue here? It's okay. I, I you know what? I got you, Fred. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, You'll have to get your own massage gun first. Yeah, of course. They're super nice, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't have guns. Have massage. I know that sounds stupid, but I'm literally saying. And also, when I say it like that, I'm like, stupid Deshaun Watson kind of ruined all that, too. Yeah, no so, more massages yeah. for athletes. So, yeah, so it's like, you want to do, you need to find, like, an outlet that is like a like a positive builder. And you know what's so interesting about that, too, is, like, it's all perception, right? It's all, I don't have a single hobby in my life that's not in the public eye. Everything I do, this radio show, my pro wrestling stuff, all my broadcast stuff, it's all for an audience. Like, I don't have a single thing where I'm like, oh, I think I'll just do this for myself. Yeah. (laughs) I'll hide under this blanket all day and enjoy a good book. Like, I've never one time said that. Everything's got to be around the attention. And so I feel like because that, I get Ja Morant. Like, I get why you're doing this, but you can get positive affirmation, my man. You don't need everyone to be like, oh, you're super cool with your gun, because you're not. Yeah, ja, just, ja is just that private school guy that wants to be... He's pretending. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's literally the guy Eminem rap battles in 8 Mile. Papa Doc? Yeah. Clarence. Clarence, yeah. Private school. Are you talking about the new Captain America, Clarence? Oh, my. He is him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. Well, he's the Falcon, actually. Who is what? Captain America. The new one. Spoiler alert. Right. Also, I haven't seen Indiana Jones. No one called the show yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I'm, I could go tonight. Could be a banger. That'd be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Isaiah, what are you doing tonight? You trying to go see Indiana Jones? Got the isotopes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it starts after that. It's a six o'clock start. Like, what do you... Mm. Like what's the deal here? You can't. You you want to go see the fireworks? Of course, fireworks down at the park tonight. I hope Shia LaBeouf makes an appearance in this Indiana Jones. He was young Indy for a minute. Yeah, and the Crystal movie, the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I love Indiana Jones. What's your favorite one? Mm, I guess Temple of Doom. It's the best one. Last Crusade, super good. Yeah, you ever see that Isaiah where he reaches in that dude's chest, pulls out his heart? I have not. Saw that in Dumb and Dumber, though. You've never seen Indiana Jones? I have not. That's why. That's where that's where the hesitation yeah, comes Yeah, that's in. where it came oh, in. Okay. I just got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can watch one of those YouTube things where it's like 10 minutes. Ten, yeah, the Indiana <laughs> Jones in 10 minutes. Those things are sweet. Yeah, I, I fall asleep to some of those sometimes. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get back, some NFL talk today. We promised you we're going to do it. Josh Dushan joins us at 5.30. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we start our days at the YMCA, have our lunches over at the 6-6 Diner. It's already past 5 o'clock, so you know we're sipping with New Mexico's vodka. That's Teller's Vodka. Don't forget, July the 15th, Duke City Championship Wrestling, live at the historic El Rey Theater, dccwtickets.com. Got a bunch of big, fun announcements going on with that. ABQ acts next Thursday because this Thursday we're over at Red Door. That's going to be a banger in itself. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. Tell her T. I don't know if you know this. It's over at Red Door now. The sports animal. Are you familiar with gaslighting? Uh, gaslighting isn't real. Good job. Yeah. Um, so. So. And I I will die on that rock. The the joke there I say is. Because it is real. So saying that it's not real is gaslighting. I don't know. 
That's exactly what gaslighting is. I think you sound a little crazy. Here. See what's going on, Isaiah? <laughs> you get the joke, Isaiah? Yeah, I'm catching on. Okay. Uh, you know, you think this is a joke from my end, but yeah. this is ser- all serious. Yes, yeah, all serious. Yeah. It's as serious as the NFL saying it wasn't the field's fault at the Super Bowl. It was the players were wearing the wrong cleats. You know why they're saying this? It's because the NFL does not want to admit that by putting on the Rihanna performance on the field that like burnt the grass essentially from or got it so wet from the heat. That's why it was slippery because it was fine the first half. No, it wasn't. And then the second half came. It was bad in both. It was worse after the performance. I'm going to tell you this. It's Rihanna's fault. The NFL messed up that field, quote unquote, messed up that field on purpose to slow down Philadelphia's defensive line against the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line that couldn't hang to give Kansas City a chance. And what did we end up with? A spectacular finish. Taking a knee to win a Super Bowl. Lame. That's what I saw. How hard is it to tackle on a punt return if you can't even run on the field? And then what happens? You end up with a chance for Patrick Mahomes. After your slouch, third-string wide receiver who came over from the Giants midseason, catches a punt and just goes... First plays made all year ever. I Bet he's wearing the right cleats. I made so much money because of Kadarius Tony's touchdown, man. I had him in the bet too. Yeah, I had him anytime touchdown score, and then I had an anytime punt return touchdown. Wow, for a bet. So yeah. I almost hit on both. But. Well, bet you that Roger Goodell made sure he had the right cleats on. Bet you that. Ugh. The NFL just wants to put the blame on the players. It's their fault. It's re- it's the NFL's fault, and it's Rihanna's fault. Did the NFL specifically tell them what cleats to wear before the game? No. Or yes. No, they didn't. Yes. Wear the perfect cleats. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, there's really, in all honesty, two different styles of cleats. There's plastic and there's metal. Well, hold up. There's not. There's like four different styles. There's long and short. Yeah. And then there's outside only and then full cleat. Those are like, that's kind of it. Yeah, but then also the Eagles players were switching cleats all the time. So they could have figured out what worked and what didn't work. It wasn't the cleats. Isaiah, you played college football. Yes, sir. Cleat, like cleats. Matter. Like, do you wear the same ones no matter where you were or what? Yeah, because, but the reason for that is You that, were poor. <laughs> no. No, even when I was poor, I found a way to get the cleats I wanted. That was the one thing I would go pour on was my cleats. So with that being said, I can say that I know I normally did not switch depending on where I would play. You would just kind of get cleats that should be able to do it. On like all, on like alter. Yeah. What if you had to run in a field that was peeling back like a week old sunburn? Because that's what the Super Bowl was. Sod grass. Sod grass. That would suck. I've had to play on baseball field before. It's pretty bad. It can get bad. As a de- you were a defensive end. Mm-hmm. As a defensive end, the cle- like starting a play, how crucial is your footing? Extremely. Even from the point where you start to get into your stance, you kind of got to start to feel that traction. And if you don't feel like you can bust out of like a track stance, the whole rush is, is thrown off. And if mentally you know that you're not able to get off to the same start, and have that same acceleration, it plays mind games with you even during the reps. So you may not even 
pull off the best pass rush move or can you fix that that mind game yourself if you just like throw some screw ins in there real quick or no? If I was to switch cleats and I was on the sideline and I got in a stance and I felt for the first couple of times that I had that burst and I felt a difference, then yes, that would change everything right away. But they switched cleats so many times. Mm-hmm. They did. It's I blame the NFL. You think they're just trying to get a little cutesy with their grass? Yeah. They wanted because the sawgrass was like some special grass grown in Arizona the last like 10 years or something like that. That was like the storyline. The grass was so important about this. It was like transported in, right? Yeah. And the guy that was doing it was like a 92-year-old guy who was like retiring. Something like that, right? It, it, like this man's life was grass. Yeah. And it was like this was... Not weed. Yeah. <laughs> it was not Willie Nelson. I don't know who calls it grass anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, am I out of touch? Yeah. No, it's letters. you, the players. You're the problem. <laughs> yeah. You're, uh, you're, you're on uh, Goodell's side, it sounds like here. I'm telling you this. The NFL knew that the Eagles were going to run away with this thing unless they intervened. And they intervened by putting in a turf that was advantageous to the Kansas City Chiefs. But why is it advantageous to the Chiefs? Because they gave the they gave the Eagles the wrong cleats. They don't tell what tell them what cleats to wear. They can wear whatever kind of cleat they want. The Chiefs defense got what? A couple sacks? Special teams, obviously, Tony looked unreal. You're going to tell me there's Every single player on the Chiefs was that much better? Tony only had that touchdown play because they literally ran the exact same play formation um, like at the beginning of the game to see how Darius Slayton was going to run off. And then they literally just did that exact same play formation. But instead of Darius Tony going into the, sl- the slant, he does the around. The corn dog play is what it's called. One thing that's been on my mind is even in the NCAA at a D2 level, the coaches before the game will tell the players, if you guys want to go out, break your cleats in, get a feel for the field, go out. You usually do that about an hour and 15 minutes before warm-up. So I don't understand how even in the Super Bowl, you have two weeks of a break in the playoffs instead of one week. You got the whole two weeks. Then you have all pregame for the biggest game of your life. That you're probably out there four hours early for. Exactly. How do you not? That should be one of the first things as a football player you make a point. It's, is, it's that halftime performance that ruined it all. It, George, the heat of the stage ruined the grass. George Toma, otherwise known as the Sod Father. Good, yeah. Good nickname, by the way. Yeah, good Italian man. 94 years old. The Sod Father. That's who they tried to put it on originally. They said it was the Sod Father. Now I blame Rihanna. He said, quote, me and the league are finished. <laughs> Never again. They can't yeah. tell me what to do anymore. We're done. Oh, yeah, because he's done. He's, he's, his life is almost done. 38-35. Best football game I think I've ever seen in a championship, I think. Outside of like maybe 99 when Mike Jones made the tackle on the one-yard line. Give me Cowboys Bills. 92. You were negative years old, you uh, idiot. Still watched it. yeah i uh we don't talk about that one (laughs) dyson over the middle mike jones wraps him up that much short of the one the goal line is it really better than the patriots losing their undefeated streak that game was crazy that was a good game that was wild also the uh the 28-3 comeback oh my gosh that was pretty solid the uh the Ravens uh 49ers game was pretty fun to watch too even though there was like 
an hour of nothing happening. <laughs> Lights out. And the Niners almost won. Step away when we get back. Josh Sue Sean will join us. He's had a banger of a week. It has been such a good baseball week for the Ice Topes. Like, Thank God. Just so insanely good. They're wrapping it all up tonight with fireworks at the ballpark. That's why they're starting early to make sure you can get out there. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Josh Sue Sean joining us. Josh, welcome, brother. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Van's not here. Okay. Say hello to Tyler. How you how you doing, Josh? What's up, Tyler? Living my best life. All right, here's what I'm thinking. Did I say Tyler meant Jake? Yeah, whoops. Sorry. So Jake Cassio with us, obviously also joining us, Josh Sushan. This has been the best baseball week of your life. I mean, we had Chris Bryant on a rehab assignment. I know, I was so jealous I couldn't make it. So that was pretty legit. We've won four in a row. We had a guy hit for the cycle. We had a guy go five no-hit innings. We had lowrider night with the greatest bobblehead of all time. Um, Winter Bernard. We've had Winton, thank you. We had Winton Bernard rejoin us. I was kind of going in chronological order there. Oh, you messed up my chronological okay. order. Well, you were not because Winton joined before lowrider night, but keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been really good, and I'm, and I'm really pl- pleased that, um, that, that so many people are enjoying it. We are... Uh, 46,000 and change for the last five games. That's that wild. Out here. And, uh, and tonight's, you know, our biggest, longest, baddest, most extravagant fireworks show. So come on out and join us and uh, do, you know, do the whatever you want to do tomorrow because we'll be on the road. But come on out tonight. And, uh, this is the only uh, Monday game of the season, right? Yeah. So one of the cool things about minor league baseball is that every team gets a home game on either July 3rd or July 4th. You only get one, but everybody gets one of those two because for most teams, it's your biggest attended game of the season. Right. Because it means so much to everybody. So, in order to make that work, well, July 4th is on a Tuesday, and we reach July 3rd is on a Monday. So, that's why we had to do it this way. And it's why we had two days off the start of this week in order to make up for it. And then after this, it's every Monday off. Uh, I think it's one of the really cool things that minor league baseball does. Major league baseball does not do this, but minor league baseball does. And it can create for some, um, I mean, again, it's just super important for business. And so um, it can get a little dicey in terms of, like, making sure flights are on time and all that kind of stuff because so much of it matters. That's why we're actually going to bus to Oklahoma City because even though it's not that far from Albuquerque to Oklahoma City, it's actually really difficult to get there on a plane. And there's not a lot of flights on July 4th. So we're going to bus overnight to make sure that we get there and then we can sleep all day and then we'll fly home. That's a pretty decent little journey there. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's yeah, it's gonna be a more than a decent journey. <laughs> can can I encourage you to take a journey for me down to the pro shop and give me a seven and five eighths Albuquerque Ice Tubs Fourth of July cap? Can I encourage you to take that trip? Uh, I think that's a Forrest Stolting encouragement. Oh, it's such a nice hat. <laughs> it's the coolest looking hat. I'm not saying you shouldn't get it. I'm not saying it's not the coolest hat. I'm just saying I got a job to do and it starts well, I'm doing it now, and then it starts in earnest in about six minutes. I'm just saying I would do anything for you. I just want to make sure it's officially around that on that level. Forrest just said that he would do anything for you. Oh, there we go. Boom. Forrest is a good guy too. Maybe he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. I know it's not on your lift was me surviving a trip to El Paso. Yeah, you know, I I'm not gonna lie. Albuquerque and El Paso play each other in two different sports at two different cities, and you were where? In El Paso. <sighs> 
and, and you wonder why I'm not going to like stop this interview to go downstairs to get you a hat right now? <laughs> You're not even supporting Josh's team right now. I mean, really? I mean, I'm always supporting the Ice Dubs in every single way, in every single fashion. But you didn't watch us beat El Paso. This, well, you did, but... I mean, from afar. Yeah. I was like aware that we were beating them. <laughs> I'm aware that we're 4-1 over the last five. And First since place. We, since we turned it over the second half of the season. First place. We're, we're the most B.A. team in all of baseball. We're sweeping Player of the Week's award, both offensively and pitching-wise. I just know it's the best baseball team in the history of, of AAA baseball. And we got Coco Montes back. See? Oh. Coco's back. Best walk-up in baseball. Yep. So you got his new one, or did you bring back the old one? Uh, he, 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 the game hasn't started yet. I don't know. Spoiler. Get down there, find out on your own. Is it fun to wrap up this banger of a homestand with the best fireworks in all of the city tonight? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's really neat, too, um, because, you know, most of the fireworks shows are somewhere between, like, 5 and 10 minutes, and this one usually goes on about 15 minutes for our Independence Day, and uh, so it, it goes a while. Uh, you'll hear a lot of patriotic, patriotic songs, including the ones in the background right now, um, but it's it's fun, too, and, uh, and then it's a sprint to try and get out of here. <laughs> Straight to, the, straight to the bus. Well, yeah. <laughs> Running pack and waiting. And, yeah, pack up and, and then hit the road. And I got a book. I got some uh, Netflix downloaded, although I can't read on a bus and I can't watch movies on a bus because I get bus sick. So uh, it's not going to be very fun, but I'll try my best. What are you, what are you reading? Um, I'm reading a book about uh, Teddy Question. Roosevelt. Oh. Oh, loves National yeah, Parks. Yeah, Big really National Park guy. Yeah. Wouldn't have him without him. Exactly. When we were a proper country. <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> Josh, who's on the pregame? So the two guys who were the player of the week and pitcher of the week, Jonathan Morales and Phillips Valdez, mm-hmm. we're going to talk to both of them. They well, wanted to do their interview together. Oh, I love and that. And they did it in English, and Brandon Ortega was out, and Jeff Grammer from the Journal was out. And so all three of us talked to them, and so we did a little uh, slice and dice and edit and all that. So we talked to... Um, you know, Morales about Valdez's pitching and Valdez about Morales's hitting and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. It was great. Did yeah. you did you do that because Morales had a five hit game and that's like no big deal or whatever, seven RBIs, cool, just not trying to set any cool records or whatever, just at the plate is the guy that can like literally kill another team. <laughs> any hit for the cycle, those are rare. It was only his second career triple. Wow. Run, 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 run. <laughs> I would turn hate to have a triple, man. Josh, thank you for taking some time. Good luck on the broadcast night. Good luck to the Isotopes at home. On, Are you working tomorrow? Uh, well, I have to call a hot dog eating contest. All right. So then I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Wednesday it is. We'll be here. Wednesday from OKC. Josh Sushan, thank you. Isaiah, you were fair today. Thank you. <laughs> I think Ouch. you did great. I think you I did think great. I think you were fair today, Fred. Oh. <laughs> Jake Cassio, final words. Uh, hi, Mom, always. It's a good one. Good job, everyone. GG.